Welcome to the Untold Podcast, capturing the culture's imagination through speculative fiction. I'm your host, Nathan James Norman. This is the month of the good snakes. We've released five individual episodes throughout February, and now at the end of the month, we'll open voting and you, the listener, will vote on your favorite stories. Stay tuned for all the information after today's story. So far, we heard Standoff by Reed Benson in episode 71, Serpent Quest by Laura L. Zimmerman in episode 72, Calculated Risk by Steve Raza in episode 73, Protector by Lauren Van Arendonk Ba in episode 74. And our last, but not least, story in our Good Snakes Flash Fiction Contest was written by Jonathan Gardner. Jonathan Gardner is a columnist for TRC Magazine. His writings have also appeared in Guide, Havoc, Blickety, and many other publications. When not reading or writing, he enjoys listening to innovative music and exploring the wonders of nature. You can find him online at jonathangardner.blogspot.com. Check the show notes for the direct links. You might remember Jonathan Gardner's story, Earl King, back in episode 53. We'll link to it in the show notes. So without further ado, The Untold Podcast presents King's Snake by Jonathan Gardner. I burst out of my egg, shattering the shell, and slither into the big, cold world. Warm hands are there to meet me, human hands. They lift me up and let me share their heat. I am happy there. The hands belong to an old man with tough, wrinkly skin. I soon learn that his name is Rashad. His arms and legs fascinate me, for I have nothing but a head, a body, and a tail. I am a snake, and I would not want to be anything else. Rashad carries me with him wherever he journeys, from his bed on the floor to the roads where other humans ride unicorns or walk. He always keeps me warm, for I hate the cold, because it makes me sluggish. When I am hungry, Rashad brings me mice. After I swallow them whole, their plump forms cause my belly to swell up, and I just want to rest until I finish digesting them. Rashad teaches me things that are at first mysterious. At night, whenever a stranger approaches his bed, Rashad prods me with a stick until I am angry enough to strike. He does not let me bite him, but he does let me attack the intruder. The stranger has animal skins wrapped around his legs, and my fangs cannot pierce the skin when I bite his ankle. Afterward, Rashad gently pats my scaly back until I calm down. Then he curls me up in his hand to make me hot and comfortable. During daylight, another odd lesson comes often. Rashad taps me twice on my tail, then pokes me with a stick to infuriate me. Yet, as at night, he directs my attention to someone else. He shoves me toward the figure, and I bite the man on the ankle, getting nothing but a mouthful of animal skins for my trouble. Eventually, as Rashad keeps training me, I realize he is teaching me to be a guard snake, which is similar to a watchdog. I may be small, but my venomous fangs are deadly, and though I do not hear well, my eyesight is keen, and my belly is sensitive to even the tiniest vibrations. When I am full-grown and around three feet long, Rashad takes me to a magnificent palace. There he places me in the hands of a young man named King Najee, 
I am happy in these new hands too. The king is gentle and keeps me warm like Rashad. I watch the old man leave, and in the coming days I realize he will not return. The palace is my new home. It is filled with men and women who rush about all day and night. Like Rashad, King Naji always keeps me with him. I ride with him on his griffin, sit with him on his throne, and swim with him in the royal garden's fountain. He does not train me, but the lessons taught by Rashad stay in my memory. One night, as the king sleeps, a stranger approaches his bed, carrying a dagger. I know exactly what to do. I bite the intruder on the ankle and discover that he is not wearing animal skins on his legs. He screams, falls to the ground, and dies. King Naji awakes and picks me up. He pets me to calm me, then warms me with his touch. I am pleased that I have protected him well, and I feel certain that he will keep me as his guard snake. Many days later, in a desert battle, an attacker rushes at the king with a spear. King Naji taps my tail twice and thrusts me at the man. So I slither across the shifting sand and bite the attacker. Like the nighttime intruder, this stranger shrieks, falls down, and dies. By now, it is apparent that I am safe in my role as guard snake. So I decide that the king and I are like brothers, even though we belong to different species. We are both young and brave. After several peaceful years pass, a situation arises that I have not been trained for. While the king sits in his bath, two strangers storm into the room, carrying curved swords. They circle King Naji, like cats stalking a rat. For the first time in my life, I feel true, tingling fear. I have never faced two opponents before, but fear will not protect the king. I slither across the stone floor and bite the first intruder on his ankle. He topples to the floor. The other stranger is already racing toward me, swinging his sword. When I dart out of the path of his blade, the steel strikes the stone inches behind my tail. As the intruder raises the sword again, I am not certain that I can evade his next swing. Fear returns, squirming down my long spine. But King Naji, noticing my predicament, throws a towel at the man. The stranger flinches, then realizes what struck him is harmless. He turns his gaze back to me, but I am close to him now and I hiss furiously. He points the tip of his sword down at me. Before he can spear me with his blade, I strike. My fangs pierce his flesh and unleash my burning venom. The man gasps and stiffens, then falls down next to his equally wicked and equally dead partner. King Naji leaves his bath. He lifts me with his warm hands and presses me against his cheek reminding me of how I have seen men embrace a dragon or a wolf that has protected them. I am glad that I did not fail him, and I am grateful for the help he gave me today. If any strangers ever threaten the king again, I will strike their ankles and watch them die, for they want to make my world colder, but my human brother always keeps me warm.
And that was our story. I hope you liked it. A big thanks to Peter Younghusband, who worked with me to decide the top five stories for this series. Be sure to check out Reviews by Peter over at christianfictionreviewguru.blogspot.com. As of right now, voting is open. To decide on your favorite stories, head over to www.untoldpodcast.com backslash goodsnakes to vote and catch up on any of the stories you might have missed. Voting closes on Wednesday, March 7th, 2018 at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Once again, that's www.untoldpodcast.com backslash goodsnakes. There's a direct link in the show notes. And remember that... This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at christiangeekcentral.com. Please remember to join our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter, blog about us, leave us a nice review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find us, support us on Patreon, and tell your friends. The Untold Podcast has been funded by Jason Brandon, Fred Heimbaugh, Clayton Webb, Jen Finelli, Parker J. Cole, Laura Van Arendonk Ba, and Nathan Casey Butler. Remember to vote over at www.untoldpodcast.com backslash goodsnakes. And I'm Nathan James Norman, reminding you, I may be small, but my venomous fangs are deadly. Deadly.